Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things fashion, mindset, body positivity, women's empowerment, and all the -the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations Design. I'm your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. On this week's episode of Queen Creations Radio, we're actually hitting into part two of um, you know, uh, what we were talking about last time, which was living your best life and being your best self. So, um, that content, I couldn't believe the amount of content that I actually got out and, and how much I could actually, you know, speak and share about this because I have it down in dot points and it just, I didn't realize I was thinking, Oh, I don't have enough in there, but really it, it needed to be a two-parter. So I'm really excited that you're joining me here today for part two of living your best life and your best self. Let's get to it. So normally I do a little round, like weekly roundup or, you know, what's been happening in my life since um, the last recording. But, you know, because this episode was just so juicy, I've recorded it in two parts. So nothing new because it's still me recording it the same day as what I did for the last part. So, you know, again, we're getting straight into it. I can't wait to start talking about the other stuff now. So from part one, we really covered things like, you know, living in the in the now, you know, flowing with the seasons is just really about how how to thrive in the um, in the moment and, and how to live in the moment and enjoy the moment, make the most of the moment, and just you know, we really covered that sort of stuff. But as much as I realize, you know, how great it is to live in the moment, is a lot of the time, you know, we're working towards being the best version of ourselves, and we might not be there yet, or we have, you know, we want to, we have a dream life, you know, that we want to to live and you know the thing as much as you know you can love where you are now but there's also nothing wrong with wanting more in life all right so there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a better person or there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a better quality of life or to be you know you know we we should be dream seekers you know and 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 following those you know like dream big dream big and anything and know anything is actually possible. So, you know, I feel that this now in this part of, you know, part two, we're going to talk about, you know, how to to then, you know, so we're enjoying the now, but now how do we start moving towards, you know, making our dreams a reality? So that's the second part of, of this this week. So, you know, you know, the first spot where we need to start is is you actually need to take time to envision what your dream life is, you know, like really envision. So not just like, oh, you know, I'd like to be a millionaire or want to be a famous fashion designer or like I'm talking about really getting in to the nitty gritties of what you want your life to be like and not just what you want your life to be like but what you want yourself to be like. So, you know, like so thinking about that as well, um, you know, I'm more than happy to share I guess what what it is it's down on my sort of, you know, what I envision my dream life and what's really important to me. So, you know, it is about working out what is important to you, what you what you want and what you don't want. Obviously, I would suggest don't focus on what you don't want in life, but sometimes you need to work out what it is that you don't want to work out actually what it is that you do want, right? So, you know, envision if – if anything was, I have to ask you this question: If if anything was absolutely possible in in this world, you know, what would your life look like? 
if there was no limitations, you could not fail, how would you want your life to look? Right? How, or how, and not how would you like your life to look? How would you like your life to be? You know, for me, me personally, how I know exactly how I want my life to be. You know, I, I know I want to be wealthy. And I, and when I talk about wealthy, you know, like I do want to be a millionaire, but not just that. I also want to, I want to have generational wealth. So meaning that I want to have money there for Connor. And for generations to come so that they don't have to go through the struggles that I went through. Um, I want to have money in investment. I want money invested. I, I want to, you know, be setting myself up for my future so one day I don't have to work. Um, you know, like I, I know that I want to have money in savings and I know that I want more than enough money that if I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. You know, if I want a new Royal Dalton dinner set, then I'm just going to go out and buy a new Royal Dalton dinner set and not have to worry about the consequences, so to speak. Well, not the consequences, but, you know, not worrying about if I can or can't afford it. I just want to know that I can afford it. And that's the sort of life that I live. But also on the flip side of that is, and I will say this, never be ashamed of wanting wealth. You know, like I think sometimes we are conditioned to grow up to be ashamed of money and ashamed, you know, money is the root of all evil and, and, you know, money brings out the worst in people. That may not be your story. That was definitely mine growing up. So, um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a wealthy person because the other side that I look at it as well is the more that I have, the more that I can give and the more that I can help. All right. You know, I want to be able to go overseas. You know, I want a lifestyle where I'm taking my family overseas and we're traveling the world. And we're not just traveling the world, but we're traveling the world in first class. You know, we're, we're living comfortably. We're seeing what we want to see. I want, you know, for me, part of, you know, my, when I envision my future self is also being a, a successful fashion designer. Um, and, a, and a local fashion designer here in Australia. Like I want to be true to my roots and, you know, I'm proud of where I come from and I'm I'm proud of my country and I'm proud of my state and I just want to showcase that as well to the world um, and, you know, prove that it is doable, right? So, you know, when I envision my, my life, that is, that is also it and because as well with being a fashion designer, it's so much more than just being a fashion designer for me. It's about empowering women. You know, I want to empower them through clothing because it's something that wasn't available to me, um, you know, it's still not available to me until now that I'm creating it. So, it's, you know, it, it's, it, it's dreaming that, you know, like I also know that I don't want to work a traditional full-time job. You know, I want to spend time with my family. So maybe I want to work longer hours, four days a week, who knows? But, you know, these are things that I know. So I envision that with myself. I envision a lot of time that I want. I envision how much time I want to spend with my family. I envision the type of car that I want to drive. I envision the type of house that I want to live in. I envision that I want more than one house, you know, <laughs> like I really do that and another great way to be able to do that is to do a day in the life so this is literally an, an exercise where you you know if you journal or you write down on paper however you, however you work and do things is fine but what you do is you write out what your day-to-day -day life would look like in a perfect world in your perfect world to so the the life that you dream of having what does that look like you know like do you wake up and you know do you go to the gym or do you have a home gym or do you have you know like are you waking up in a in a king size bed like are you waking up in a different country like really think about it and go through 
what that life would look like in a day. So, what would you do on your day-to-day basis? You know, like what time do you go to work if you go to work, if you work at all? You know, like or are you streaming or are you an actress? Are you, you know, what does your life look like? And really focus on that and write that out. So, you know, and 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 do your day from beginning to end. So, when you wake up to when you go to sleep, you know, like I, I know a lot of mine was, you know, sort of, you know, wake up and I have like a really sort of healthy and not rushed start to the morning, you you know, like, and, you know, having time to move and to exercise and, you know, then being able to get my hair done before then going into work, you know, like, and and then having meetings and, and being creative and collaborating. That's really something that was really important to me, you know, going for lunch dates, you know, with friends or colleagues or business lunches, you know, time to create, space to create, you know, going out for, you know, to a fancy dinner with my family, you know, all these sort of things were what I was envisioning for my life. And then I also envision the type of woman that I want to be. So, you know, the second part of that is that, okay, that's cool. That's the life that you want to live. Now, what type of person are you? Like if you could be anybody in this world, who would you be? You know, and I'm not talking, oh, when I grow up, I want to be Marilyn Monroe. No, no, I'm talking about you. Like what's the best version of you? You know, like so what's the the person that you are now you know, like, or not so much the person that you are now, but think about the person who has achieved all the goals that, you know, think about you as the person who has achieved all the goals that you want to achieve, right? So think about, you know, who is she? Who is this, you know, I envision being a successful fashion designer and a businesswoman and a podcaster. Okay, so who is this woman? What does she do? What does she do on a day-to-day basis? Who does she hang out with? What does she eat? What does she drink? What does she think? What does she feel? How does she dress? You know, what choices does she make? You know, really getting into those nitty gritties because, you know, if you can see it, then it's meant for you, right? So if, if you can see it, it's there. Because your body, like your mind can't think of what's not possible, right? So if you can actually see it, it means that it's possible for you, right? So really... You know, like, oh, yeah, just spend some time here. Spend some time, like, really designing your life because this is what life is, life by design. Life by design, a life that you design. And because you actually have that power to design the life that you want to live. It is all... It's, it's all accessible and it's all achievable. So there's something that we talk about in, um, in MBA and it, with Manifestation Babe. It is the law of divine oneness. And what that means, so what the law of oneness means, what is possible for one is possible for me. And what is possible for one is possible for all, right? So, you know, like if there's somebody out there that you look towards, you go, wow, look at the life that they're living. They're, they're like – you know, they're a successful this or a successful that. Well, guess what? If it's possible for them, it's also possible for you as well, right? So sometimes there's a little bit, you know, sometimes we get taught like envy, you know, or being jealous of people is a bad thing. I don't, th- I personally, I don't think it's a bad thing. And this is only something recently I'm just really starting to learn about. I think having a little bit of envy and a little bit of jealous is actually healthy because you know what it's actually doing is it's showing you something that you want, 
right? So if you're if you're jealous because she looks that way, well, you know, it's maybe because you know you kind of want to look that way, or you know, maybe you're jealous of her designer shoes. It's because you want designer shoes, right? And it's the same. Like maybe you're jealous of their successes in a career. It's probably because that's the sort of success in a career that you would like as well. So look at it as a mirror. It's a reflection about what it is, you know, what you're getting sort of jealous and envious over. Is that something that, you know, potentially you want, all right? And that's where um, – and that's the great thing. And I think once you know about sort of the, the law of oneness – then, you know, you see jealousy and envy in a different way. You know, you don't see it as saying, oh, you know, that it's a bad thing. You see it and it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I want some of that too. Like I'm, ex- you know, I'm excited for them, but I want that too. So that's definitely, you know, like the the way to look at it. And, you know, and if it, if, if it is possible for them, it's also possible for you too. Um, you just need to sort of go after it, right? <laughs> so take the time to actually envision your dream life and your dream self. You know, that then your dream self is the one who lives this dream life. They're the ones who are having the success. Like this, this version of you actually already exists. So you just need to, you know, tap into that. So after you've tapped in into that, you know, the next part of it is to embody it right so and this i guess i talk on the person so you know like you need to then embody the future version of yourself who has achieved all the goals that it is that you want to achieve because once you've envisioned it and and you've sort of listed it all out you know what it is that you're going after and you know what it is that you want so the way to do that is not about oh okay, I've set these goals, so I've got to do this, this, and this. It's, it doesn't work that way. We don't do first, all right? We be first. So, you know, like that, the hierarchy is a little bit different. You know, we think that we set goals and then we have to do these actions to get these goals. It actually doesn't – it's not – that's not the way it goes. So, before we can have, we must become, all right? So, we need to we need to be, all right? So, we need to be first. So, be in the moment, but be, be her, all right, so you've envisioned this woman that you want to be. You've envisioned this person who has achieved the goals that you want to achieve. And now you need to start embodying her. All right, and this is where, you know, I said you, you kind of list down, you start thinking about like what does she wear? Where does she go? Who does she hang out with? Who are her friends? What does she consume? You know, what does she watch on TV? Does she watch TV? Things like this. And then you need to start making decisions based on that because you need to embody her. All right, so, you know, what would she do? You know, like I, I ask myself, you know, what is it? And I do and I do this on a day-to-day basis. I check in all the time with myself. Okay, what is it that, you know, the me who's achieved all these things, what is it she would do? How would she act? How would she react? How would, you know, what's her routine like? And I start embodying that and I'm incorporating that into my day-to-day life. And it's just such a simple way to start working towards that. So, um, you know, so before I need to make any decisions, I just stop and I check and I'm like, okay. So the version of myself who's already achieved this stuff, you know, has, you know, I've got big dreams. So the, the person of myself who's already achieved these big dreams, what, what would she choose? What would her decision be? All right. So, you know, when I get up in the morning, I get dressed. Okay. What would she wear? How does she dress? And then I do that. And, you know, like, okay. So, you know, 
future me, you know, the, the, the me who has achieved what it has to achieve, you know, I either wear all the clothes that I've made myself from my own label or I'm wearing designer labels. So, you know what, by embodying that, I can't do that right now and that's okay. So, what can I do? So, you know, like I, I make that, you know, I can still dress a certain way, right? I may, I may not be able to wear designer clothes but I can still, you know, you know, have a sort of aesthetic and a look regardless of my budget anyway, right? So, it doesn't, you know, like we work towards that, but what is it that I can do in this moment to start embodying her now and to embody that lifestyle now as well, you know, especially, you know, if you have, you know, dreams around wealth, okay, well, how would wealthy me, you know, how would wealthy me spend my money? How would wealthy me invest my money? You know, like and checking in with that first before, I go and just make any sort of rash decisions, you know, like, and, and I look about, okay, what is her routine? And obviously you realize when I'm talking about her, I'm talking about future me or the, the version of myself who's achieved the goals that I want to achieve. So what's her routine? All right. And then I start seeing what it is that I can do to incorporate that routine into my life. Um, and so I make those little, those little changes now to really embody who she is, you know, like how does she react to people? What sort of people does she hang around with? So then I start making those decisions based on that as well. And I love this part. This is the like honestly the embodiment part of anything. Like it's really just the beginning, but oh my God, it's so much, it's so much fun. Um, you know, I went out, I went out on Friday night and I went and saw a play and I went with some of the girls that I do chulala with and one in particular her and I met up for cocktails at somewhere nice and you know what I did this and I planned this like at first I was like oh I'm not going to go to the plan uh, to the play sorry I'm not going to go to the play I'm not going to go to the theater um so I have to work you know I have to drive in the city like and there's all these excuses as to why I didn't want to do it and then I was like stop you know I literally wrote on my envisionment list that I want to be the type of person who's social, who goes out with my girlfriends for a cocktail here and there, who, you know, goes to it, like, you know, goes to local events. And it's an excuse to sort of get dressed up and put some makeup on, right? Like, you know, these, so these are things that I put on my list that I want to live. You know, this is the life I want to live. And then get, lo and behold, what happens? The, uni- the universe provides that opportunity for me. And I was so close to saying no. And I was so close to not going and I literally stopped myself and I was like, no, you know what? This is what you said you wanted. So you're going to go, you know, you're getting presented with this opportunity to to do something like an activity that you said you wanted to do on your list of the life when you envision your life or the goal life or dream life or whatever life you want and the universe literally delivers so why would you even hesitate and say no, you know? So I'm like, so boom, you know, for me, Lady Tribe, that's on there and going out and having cocktails with my friends from time to time, bang, tick that off. We went and did that before we went to the play, went to a local event like I want to do with group of women, boom, tick that off the list. Like, hello. And then I dress myself for the occasion, just how, I, you know, the highest version of myself would dress and the highest version of myself is the person who is living my dream life, all right? It's the version of me who's living my dream life. That's my higher self when I refer to that, just to be clear. So, how exciting was that? So, literally the embodiment part is so much fun, but you have to keep your eyes open because like I just said, the universe, it provides you opportunity to live your dream life now, um, but you just need to be open and ready to receive it. 
right? So the embody, as I said, the embodiment part is the funnest part because, you know, there's parts of it where you get to be imaginative um, and there's parts and this is where you see yourself grow as a person, you know, like I just – this phase for me, like I've been in, you know, you know, been in for the last three or four months, and just my life around it is just changing so much, and I'm just sort of growing into the person that I always envisioned myself being, and I just absolutely love that for me, and I would love that for you guys as well if you get that opportunity to do that. So really, if you get to the embodiment stage, just have some fun with it, you know, like. <laughs> and you know, like it's a. You remember these, these little things, like what would Jesus do? Well, it's not what would Jesus do in this case. It's you know, what would future Tash do? You know, like what would my higher self do in this situation? And and just making that choice based on that. You know, I made a choice that you know my higher self when she goes out, she shows up looking a certain way. You know, and now it's like I get up and I put my makeup on and I do my hair and I make all this effort to do this sort of stuff and it just feels so beautiful because I'm just honouring myself and who it is that I really want to be. So the embodiment part, it's so much fun. And this is the being part. And then you get to do. So embodiment is all about be, do, have, right? Be, do, have. So be her. Do the things that she would do make the choices she would do, dress the way she would dress, you know, all that stuff that I've just covered, and then boom, here comes the have, all right, where you actually start having your dream life, you know, the thing, you know, and, and that's literally what, what's happened in my sense when I've started, you know, showing up as the this version of myself that I'm actually starting to, to you know, my life is slowly is, is changing to be in line with that and I'm actually becoming the future version of myself right here and right now and that is so fucking exciting and it's so fucking powerful and I just I want that for all of you listening right so you know we go back so envision your dream life envision your dream self you know imagine yourself as your higher self so the version of you who's already achieved these goals write it down get specific really think about it and get lost in the moment and just enjoy it all right because it is so much fun it's like imaginative play and you get to literally write down on paper what your dream life is you know it's like being younger when i grow up i want to be it's like that and it's so much fun um and then from there you're going to embody her all right and you're going to be do and have all right because this is how you make your manifestations come true is by being by doing and then by having all right. I also believe in incremental upgrades. All right. So this is something that I first learned from Denise Duffield Thomas, who is a uh, author, lucky, uh, lucky bitch, get rich, lucky rich, and chillpreneur is some books that she's put out. She is an Australian woman. Love her, and she was my first sort of really foray into this sort of manifestation world. And a lot of it was around money, and it just. I just needed this at the time, but she talked something about, and I've heard it a lot of other places as well, but incremental upgrades, all right? So, incremental upgrades is what is it that you could do in this moment to upgrade your life so that it is more in line with the envisioned dream life and dream self for yourself, okay? So, that it's more in line with your highest self and your highest life. What can you do now? So, you know... For me, like, where's a good example? Handbags, all right? I want to design a handbag. I don't want just any design handbag. I want a Chanel handbag, all right? I want one of those quilted, oh, leather, beautiful handbags with the, the interlock double Cs, and I just, I want everything about that handbag. Um, 
And so what I've done in the meantime is that, you know, right now, you know what? $10,000 for a handbag is just not, it's not quite there yet, right? But it's not to say that it won't be there because, you know, I've seen other people do it and if they can do it, it means I can do it because law of oneness, right? But so incremental upgrade, what have I done? So I don't really buy cheap handbags anymore. So as much as I, you know, like so now I can, you know, so now I buy, I, you know, recently I bought a, a Mimco handbag. So that is a local Australian designer handbag business right and it is an actual leather bag and you know what I played my cards right I waited to the sales I got this thing at like half price and it is the most glorious bag that I own I take it everywhere I use it every day the feel of the leather the smell of the leather and just how well made it is made you know like and that is one step closer than instead of buying a cheap Kmart handbag that you know breaks after a few months and you know like all the the stuff on the outside wears out so i've just made a small incremental upgrade to this other handbag of spending just a little bit more within my budget so this is not about you know incremental upgrades is not about putting yourself in debt to live a better life because i do not believe in that at all um because that's not what improves your life that actually just makes your life worse so incremental upgrades you know another incremental upgrade and you'll have a laugh at this one underwear right so i've recently just gone out and bought New underwear. Now, I know I'm talking about like same thing again. I haven't gone out and bought expensive underwear. I've just gone out and bought new underwear that fits. It's the right size. It's comfy. It feels nice. Um, you know, and there's plenty of it so that I can, you know, <laughs> have a fresh pair of undies every day, but that are nice and not, you know, and in return, what I've done is I've thrown out all the ones with the old granny pants and the ones with the holes in it. And, you know, the ones with the electric, like the elastic is gone on it, but you're still, I don't know, wearing it for the sake of wearing it. Right. And then of course, from there, every now and then as well, what I've gone and done is I've gone and bought a nice, you know, invested a little bit more money into having a nice lingerie set as well. So, you know, I've, I've updated, incrementally upgraded my everyday undies, but then I've also have my special undies as well because it makes me feel better, you know, like, and, and it also is about being worthy, you know, and, and the only people that can make us feel worthy of something is ourselves, you know, like I am worthy of underwear without holes in it. And because I can tell you that the highest version of myself, she ain't wearing shitty undies. She ain't wearing undies with holes in it. She's wearing bloody sexy ass lingerie, all right? So is that incremental upgrade between there? Another one that I did, <laughs> this one's a funny one. Um, it's not funny. It was funny to me. Um, another incremental upgrade that I made last year is that, you know, at 38 years old and we're during the middle of the pandemic and what I realized is that we still have like childish cups, you know, glasses, glassware, where nothing matches. We're still using like Hungry Jack's glasses and McDonald's glasses that, you know, the Coca-Cola glasses that you found, you know, I've just picked up along the way and like there's no set for anything. So if you have people over, everybody's using a different glass, you know, no, no proper wine glasses. I like, I like champagne. Oh, there's another one I'll tell you about with incremental upgrades. So I went out and actually bought cups. So I bought like low ball, high ball tumblers. I bought uh, champagne glasses and red and white wine glasses. So I've got your everyday glasses right through to your like champagne glasses and everything in between. 
And, you know, I didn't go like really expensive crystal or anything like that. I just went in the mid-year sales at Myers and got matching glasses. And it is the great, anytime I go, if I'm having a drink now, if I'm pouring a wine or if I've got people over, I feel so proud of serving them out of these glasses that just make me feel better because it was an incremental upgrade and it makes it it's one step closer to that life I envision. That's, that's put together me, right? That's the highest self. Like I've got my shit together and I've got nice glasses and I'm going to serve my friends in nice glasses. So that was another one. Champagne has always been a funny thing for me. So it wasn't summer just gone. So it wasn't January just gone. It was the January before. And I was um, my family, my dad always goes to Victor Harbour and we go down there in the caravan or camper trailer and um, I did that. We were doing that from when I was four years old and it was just something that we always did. And obviously over the time I've stopped going but my dad still does it and he was getting ready to stop doing it anyway. I thought, well, before he does, we're going to go down there for one last hurrah. I'm going to take Connor down there because I want him to experience that. Like that was, you know, like Victor Harbour and, and those holidays for me just had so many memories that I just I wanted Connor to have some of that. So we went and did this and you know my dad and I would sit there and drink a champagne and I won't it's not champagne it's sparkling for starters and <laughs> it is like the cheapest bottle of sparkling um you could imagine it is called yellowtail sorry yellowtail um yeah do better um no it was a ten it's a ten dollar bottle of sparkling and it's the worst thing I've ever had in my life they do different variations they do like a blush one and a normal one and you know, and there's just like, and I drink it and I get the biggest fuck off headache that you would not believe. Like it is just awful. And so I drink this sparkling because I, I want to drink sparkling because I like some sparkling or champagne, but I'm just drinking the cheap version and it's making me, like it's literally giving me a headache. So from that moment, I thought, you know what? I am never drinking cheap champagne or, you know, cheap sparkling again like i'm 38 years old life is short i am going to enjoy the fucking wine i'm going to enjoy the champagne and so and this doesn't mean i go out and blow the bank on champagne this means that i spend 20 to 30 dollars on a bottle of champagne that i have you know and, and typically when i'm having champagne it's for a special occasion anyway so now i just buy something you know i buy what it is that i like and i actually enjoy it rather than waking up the next day with a huge ass headache and feeling like poo so you know, ladies and gentlemen, life is short. Drink the expensive champagne, right? And now I can, you know, you know, and it's funny because now when I go buy champagne, like if it's a really special occasion and, and because we've increased our finances, you know, now I'm not worried about a 20 or $30 bottle of champagne. Now I get like a 50 to $70 bottle of champagne for a special occasion, um, it, you know, and then, you know, my day-to-day champagne is more than a 20 to $30 bottle. <laughs> when I'm drinking it just because I want to enjoy it because these are moments that we should enjoy, all right? So this is what I talk about with in- incremental upgrades and maybe an incremental upgrade for you is um, is making a change in your routine. So maybe it's like, oh, you know what? Like I want to uh, – my higher self, she meditates. So you allow yourself five minutes in the morning to meditate. You know, that's an incremental upgrade because that was time before that you didn't allow yourself to meditate, you know, and then then you might be able to build the practice up to 15 minutes or 20 minutes, you know, and sometimes because your schedule's hectic. I mean, it's the same thing. That's still an incremental upgrade. What is it you can do right now to upgrade your life? Um, to, you know, what what is it that you can do to do that right now? Think about it, you know. Could you throw out all your socks with holes in it? 
and replace them with, you know, buy one new five pack of socks. You know, like it just, it doesn't have to be something, you know, I'm not saying go out there and buy the new Range Rover. That's not, (laughs) I mean, that might be an incremental upgrade to some and it's definitely something that I'm manifesting, but it's not something that's, you know, smart to do right this moment. It's just working out what it is that you can do to upgrade your life in this moment because the moment that you start doing that as well, the universe starts seeing you, you know, um, you know, shift towards a life and become in, in alignment with the life that you want, right? And once you start living in alignment, you know, the universe is going to, you know, so if you start upgrading your life with these little incremental upgrade, the universe takes notes like, okay, no worries, excellent. You want more of that. I'll give you more of that. And then those incremental upgrades get bigger and bigger and bigger and you just get more abundance in your life. So you, you start getting all those things that you want, you start getting them because of this tiny little step of incremental upgrades. This also goes in line with the next part of taking inspired action, right? Like you just want, you know, when you sit there and you look at your dream life, what is it that you can do to get yourself one step closer to that life? You know, for me, some inspired action that I took was enrolling in university because obviously if I if I, I wanted to have my own business, I want to have my own label, then, you know, I need the skills to back that up. So for me, that was enrolling in university is taking that sort of inspired action. Um, inspired action can come in different merit forms and it can be big and it can be small. It doesn't, you know, I don't know. Once you start, you know, we talked about before, you know, about doing the inner and outer work and then like tuning into yourself and your intuition. Once you start doing that a lot more, then being able to take inspired action actually comes a lot more easier. And inspired action is different for everybody. Um, You know, I started learning a little bit about um, human design. And for me, I'm a manifesting generator as well as not emotional. So what that means is that when I have you know, the call to do something that I kind of jump in, like I know yes or no straight away or whether I should do it and I go and do it and and that's awesome. But for other people and different sort of design types or just other personality types, sometimes you need to sit with the decision first. So, you know, so before you take your inspired action, you just need to to see if that is the right action to take. Um, And sometimes that means not taking it, like just holding it for a moment. You know, maybe you need to hold it for a couple of days, maybe you need to hold that onto that for a month before you go, okay, this is right for me to do now or no, this is not right for me to do now. So just, you know, again, this is listening to that intuition about yourself and knowing when to take inspired action. But, you know, I guess inspired action for us at the moment is is that we are, um, you know, we're wanting to buy a house. So we're, you know, we're house hunting and we're doing all the stuff that that entails. So sort of inspired action that I'm taking at the moment, and it sounds a bit silly, is I'm packing. Because I know that we're moving. Um, I don't know where we're moving. I don't know when we're moving, but so I'm packing nonetheless, right? So, you know, because I'm taking that inspired action to be in line with what it is that I want to receive. So, you know, that's really important to do as well, you know. Like I took inspired action when I wanted to, you know, look at pro wrestling by enrolling in pro wrestling school, you know, like things like that. Like you just, you know, it's one thing to have the goal. But then it's quite another, you need to take steps, you know, even in the world of manifestation, it's not just, 
Um, you know, like I said, be, do, have, right? So there's still, a, there's still an element of do. You still, you, there's still a little bit of work that needs to be done to be in line and to be in vibrational, uh, vibrational match and to have this stuff. Um, you know, you still need to do the work, right? It's, it's, it's one of those things. So still working towards that. Um, you know, that's what taking inspired action, you know, looks like. Like, so, you know, you want to go, so you want to go to France for a holiday. Well, and, you know, obviously we can't travel and stuff like that right now. So maybe your inspired action is to um, learn French on duo. You know, like these little things, these are inspired actions that help get us in line with those goals that we want to achieve. Okay. So, you know, maybe your goal is, is that you want to enter a bodybuilding competition or a, a, one of those bikini competitions. So maybe your inspired action is joining a gym. You know, like it, it's things like that that are your inspired action. So just have a look, you know, look at the life that it is that you want to lead and what sort of inspired action can you take? What steps can you take to get there? Um, so that's where inspired action comes into. And then this one, I love this one. Do the things even if they scare you. So literally do the things, right? Do the things. And sometimes it's the silliest things that scare us that just um yeah, take a bit of a leap of faith, uh, leap of faith. Uh, get out of your comfort zone. So, you, you know, again, you know, when I did dancing, chulala, like, you know, joining up this dance class at 38 years old, not knowing a single person, God, that scared the crap out of me. But I knew I wanted to meet other women. Um, you know, I knew, like, I know that I love dancing, even though it's not something I've done since I was 14 years old. You know, like, God, God going into a brand new environment, not knowing a single person and then as well to commit to doing a fringe show in front of a couple of hundred people. Like, yeah, no worries. No, guess what? I was pooping my pants. Like it was the most nerve wracking experience that I've ever had, but it's also been the most rewarding experience that I've ever had. Um, you know, and even mentioned before, you know, like I said, you know, about the B do have, you know, like, so, you know, in the process of embodying that version of myself that I want to be, I was presented with an opportunity to, you know, do something that is actually living in alignment with the dream life that I've envisioned doing of going, you know, of, you know, catching up with girlfriends, going out for cocktails and going out for a local event. Um, you know, like, and I almost said no to that because even that scared me. So this is something that I've been wishing for. This is something on my list of things that I want, but even that in itself scared me because it's, you know, is different to what I'm doing now and sometimes like and it's a bit you know sometimes it's a bit older being a little bit nerve-wracking going and meeting new people or hanging out with making new friends you know and this in particular I guess this is a new friend with me and, I, and I'm, I'm getting to know her and it's still she's getting to know me and you know like and I almost said no to that so you know because they kind of scared me a little bit so just you know do the things even if you're scared all right, I can't iterate that enough. It's you have to get out of that comfort zone to really start, you know, living this life. You can't just live in this protected little thing where nothing scares you or nothing excites you or nothing makes you say, you know, like that's just that's just such a lonely existence. So really do the things even if they scare you. Now I'm gonna finish up on this final sort of um topic here, and it is most of all, you just need to show up right? You need to show up. You need to do the work. Um, you need to be be seen, right? Don't be afraid to be seen. Go out there and be seen. And I want you to play big and I want you to take your seat at the damn table. 
All right. I think so often, um, you know, like it, it, the first step to any of this is just to show up, right? You know, whether that's, you know, the change, change your life, just show up for yourself. Like, and show up in your own life instead of just going through your autopilot, just, just literally show up and be present in the moment. Show up, be seen, right? Don't be afraid to be seen, be seen. Not just be seen, but be heard. All right. Because each and every one of you have your own story to tell and you don't know who you're going to inspire by telling your story. So be heard, be seen. All right. Don't be afraid. Well, you can be afraid, but do it anyway. <laughs> and play big. Like we need to we need to stop playing small. Like we can't play small to try and make everybody else happy. We need to play big. You know, we need to go, this is the life that I dream of and I'm claiming it. It is mine. It is done. And playing big with that sort of confidence, okay? Play big. And as I said, take your seat at the table, all right? Know your worth because you are worthy. You are deserving. You are worthy. You are you and you are just as important as the person standing next to you. You're just as important as a big CEO who runs the big companies. You are just as important as people who run this country. You are just as important as a person living on the street, right? You need to take your seat at the table and don't let anybody let you feel like you don't deserve to be there. Oh, this has been so amazing and I've just... Oh, this just brings me so much joy. I would just, you know, you know, that does bring us to an end today because I just really wanted to finish on those notes. But, you know, if this has resonated with you, please, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and, you know, put it in your stories, tag us, so then I can share it as well. And, you know, the best thing that you can do for this and this podcast, and if this has resonated with you, is share this with another queen, all right, because the only way, you know, this is about empowering each other and working together and, you know, maybe there's some things here that you heard of before, maybe there's not, maybe it was a different perspective. I'm not sure, but, you know, I just I generally hope that it helps, but, you know, if it does help, I really want you to share it with other people and just really spread the word. So hope you guys have an awesome, you know, rest of the day, night, week, whatever, wherever you are. Happy new moon. Um, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Queen Creations Radio. If you are interested in joining the Queenhood, make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, follow us on socials, including Instagram at queencreations underscore au. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please send a screenshot and tag us on Instagram stories. Have a great day.